1: Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire here every Wednesday for a new episode to help you live a healthy wealthy life. Connect on social media and send in your questions. Hey, hey, it's Wellness Wednesday. Welcome to Ask the Good Doctor. I'm Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire here to help you attain, maintain, and reclaim your perfect health. Please join me on Twitter at Ask the Good Doc, on Instagram and Facebook at Ask the Good Doctor. Like comment, subscribe, and share this life-saving information. And don't forget to send your questions. We'll be doing a round of Ask the Good Doctor, your questions asked and answered in just a few weeks. But first, grab your Good Doctor notebook. We've got with us an amazing guest. She is helping us to underscore the notion of laying down the weight. Oh, yeah. Because until we lay down those things emotionally, we cannot do anything. We can't actually move forward in life. So we first are going to get our minds right. And here to help us do that is the amazing transformational coach, TQ Winning. How you doing, sweetheart?
2: I am doing great, Dr. Joyce.
1: I'm so happy to have you here today. I just love your name, your branded name, TQ Winning. First of all, let's solve the minds of the curious listeners. Please explain your name and how you came to change it to this moniker.
2: Um, my government name is Taquita, and it started off, as I got tired of people calling me Tikita, Shepita, uh, Banana Chiquita, everything. And so to simplify it, people just started saying TQ. Uh-huh. And as time went on and I got into being a transformation coach, I was like, okay, Lord, I need a name, a powerful name that I can use instead of correcting people all the time of how to pronounce my real name. So TQ was already something I was using, but I just went ahead and spelled it out instead of a T and a Q. So I'm not an alphabet, T dash Q U E. TQ stands for being creative, victorious, adventurous, and magnificent in beauty. Oh, and I me. kept saying, Well, Lord, I need a last name. Give me a last name. And that's when it hit me because of who I am to people, winning popped up. And I just mm. started screaming, take you winning. Waiting, okay, okay, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> so was it described things I had to do and overcome, like overcoming obstacles, being resilient, uh positive impact, determined. So I was like, okay. And that's when I started with landmark in
1: 2017. Oh wow, I love the whole I ideal of Landmark, and I want you to tell our listeners all about it. You all know what I love about TQ. She is a delightful blend of country chic. You know, I know you all hear her accent. She's in the Chicagoland area, but she's come up in Mississippi, and that Mississippi comes out in her voice. I can barely do it, but I just love her her hospitality in Mississippi sound. (laughs) It's, It's so for me, it's a throwback to family and time spent in the South, and it's it's it has it has a genteel feel to it, and but it helps to soften when you deliver those punches, like I'm sure you're going to share a few with us today. So I want you first of all to define what a transformational coach is and how it differs from a life coach.
2: Okay, with life coach, if someone starts talking about things that happen in their life, they sit down and how do you feel? And they asking questions Mm -hmm. and just keep delivering the information, no shade against them. But to really get down to the core of the breakthrough, the transformation coach Basically, it involves working with a coach to make meaningful and lasting changes in areas like your health, career, relationship, finances, and emotional well-being. This also helps individuals focus on their personal growth by encouraging them to recognize existing patterns that have been, mm. that they've been resisting. So, I mean, existing patterns that they've been resisting, and that's deep different from a life coach. Because when you do a trans, you know, a, a session with them, they get to be transformed. It's about them discovering what's been down deep inside. Is someone always angry, using profanity, hating themselves, making jokes? When we sit down with them, we help them get to the core, and it's mm. questions we give them so they do the work mentally. They're able to come at them and say, "Oh." That's why I hate myself because of this happened to me. And that happened to me. And I created the story behind of what happened. They do not focus on exactly what happened in their life. They create a story around what actually happened and it takes deep training and I'm so grateful for landmark because I'm telling you to go through that extent, I have to be transformed first.
1: Let, let, let's pause right here before you start talking about your needing to be transformed. What is the Landmark training? Some people may not be familiar. Landmark, the organization. Who are they?
2: Landmark Worldwide is definitely an organization that is like, it's profound. And Landmark, do transformative learning. It's not something you can write, you guys. You can't. Sit there and say, let me remember it's not anything you study, but through your sharing, that's when you get your breakthrough. And with landmark, when I first came, it's only a weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, people are like, that's it. Yes. Yeah. From 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Okay. You're in there and you're doing the work mentally because you sit there and landmark help you discover what you did not know. Mm. You actually take the blinders off you because people. I know I can type. I know how to cook. I also know that I do not know how to fly a plane, but Mm. you discover something that you didn't know that you did not know. And when you tap into that, it helps you come through the realization of, wow, these are stories. These are things I've been saying over my own life. Chance people talk about manifesting. Oh, you will going through just (laughs) weekend, you would not recognize yourself. And people around you, when I just did that weekend, I invited all my guests that Tuesday because they wanted to shout about it too and find out what is this place. Because I'm telling you, they was like, "Hmm, TQ, you was a hot mess before Landmark Oh, the time. Oh, yes, because. I didn't know that things that happened to me was still in my subconscious.
1: Sure.
2: I was that little girl like, oh, ain't nobody going to hurt me. Oh, ain't nobody going to do this to me. I didn't know I was still acting in that way of what I was looking for as a little girl.
1: Mm. It made
2: me like people. But if you say something the wrong way to me, that (laughs) of Chicago deaf nigga would come out. <laughs> oh my god! It would show up, and I'd come my switchblade.
1: <laughs> All right, now I understand. I'm from the South Side, so we are completely
2: oh, boy. On
1: that. Yeah, you know this whole notion of transformational learning. I like how Landmark has adopted it, and it's used in many teaching settings. For instance. I was taught transformational learning in chaplain school when I went to be a clinical pastoral educator or a clinical pastoral chaplain, and it was intense. You went for a weekend; I went for eighteen months, and this this was the probably the most intense learning that I have ever embarked upon. It's Ph.D. level study, first of all, but it digs down so deeply within you, like you say, that tapping on the inside, that that nagging thing that brings you to a self-realization so you can grow. What was your ultimate growth point after you went through your landmark training?
2: I'm glad you brought that up when you say 18 months. Oh, the difference with landmark that I do adore, they break, break it up and they allow people to pick and choose. Like Mm. that that just one course is called a landmark form. You cannot, you would not have access to any other course till you do landmark. So I wanted to go further. Now that I had my breakthrough, I wanted to see how to be with others. So that's when I took the advanced course. With advanced Mm. course, it teaches you to be that person, see yourself in that person, because my mission was If that can happen to me, that transformation, I wanted to touch the whole world, everybody, Mm. because I was able to see their story. Then I went ahead and got into the communication because I needed to be able to communicate and hear and listen in a different way. And with the communication course, access to power, Dr. LaGeorge, when I say blew me away, they had us do certain exercise. I didn't think it was possible. For our mind to do things that I was able to do. Mm. And then after that, we did the power to create. So I said, Well, I'm taking this further. So, in order for me to become a transformation coach, I went to the team management leadership program, two year course. So I was in Landmark from 2017. And I did not complete Landmark all the courses until 2021 in May. Mm. So, Yes, a big difference. Um, When I say transformation coach from life coach, yeah, we had some deep training.
1: I want to say, I want to congratulate you for number one, sticking with it, number two, for making the investment in time, not to mention money, in what it takes to embark on that level of education. I want you to speak to the value of one needing to understand that you have to take time for yourself to learn something new to grow.
2: I'm glad you brought that up because this is perfect. It's a client. I just did a session with her about a week ago. And at first she was feeling down about her business because she felt down about herself. So I said, okay, we set up a form and do a session what I discovered when people can see past the hurt, mm. the trauma, and they see their inner beauty, that lady started crying on the phone. She was happy. And even a week later, she she was like, now she's able to speak about her business fully and proud and getting more clients now because she don't feel that negative, View of herself that she did at first. Mm-hmm. So, you all have to understand when you really take time out to really get to love yourself and really dig deep and go past mm-hmm. that hurt. It's like ripping through layers. Yes. Thrive, and that negative and that hurt, you'll see it's not happening to you right now. Mm. That's what we get stuck at because we we'll still keep playing it in our head, like like whatever happened to you when you were little, it's not happening now. So what do you want to do different? Because yes. you are the author of your own life. You can create your own stories mm-hmm. and live it out.
1: Here's, the, here's where people get stuck, I find, TQ, is that they want to tell the same story. And they're comfortable in the story they're telling because it takes what transformation to tell a new story.
2: And the reason why they get stuck there, we went over that in a communication course at Lamar. It's called reoccurring events. Mm-hmm. They're stuck there. And they it's like they want answers, that they always receive, uh, they got questions, and they receive the answer. But because they can't see past that, for example, Dr. LaJorte, do you love me? You're like, of course, sweetie, I love you. That's not satisfying enough. Because mm-hmm. I have not peeled back the layers, so why I gotta keep asking her, "Do you love me?" Yeah, I love you, TQ. And then as soon as you are doing something, you ignore me. Or I seen it seemed like you ignore me. Do you love me? Did I do something wrong? I need validation because I'm still starving and craving it from when I was little, and mm-hmm. I know that I didn't receive it. So now I'm a uh, torture anybody to make them make me feel that way, twenty four seven. All right now, but it's very important now because people—they're lost,
0: and Mm -hmm. they—they
2: really don't know the stuff that we're eating. It Mm is contributes to the mental breakdown because now they're not happy about their the weight, the blood pressure, all the things that's coming upon them. Also, they get upset and. I just forget my keys. Girl, wait a minute. Let me get off this phone. I can't find my phone. They're on their phone. But mm. downplaying laugh and not looking at the core of things. A lot of times it be stress. Yes. I know stress will bring on a lot because our body, you guys, was not built for that.
1: That's right. That's for sure. That is for sure. When you get a client, how do you help them peel back the layers for something that maybe mm, they don't want to touch?
2: First, I have to clear my thoughts
0: mm-hmm. so I
2: can really be with their conversation. And within 10 minutes, I'm going to hear something that they're not speaking about. And when I bring it up, that's when they like, whoa. One lady asked me, you a psychic? <laughs> Okay,
1: <laughs> I've been asked the same things. I'm saying, no, I'm listening to what you're saying. No, I'm not a psychic. Is it, uh, anyway, I TQ, I heard you say something that many may have just glossed over that you just stated. And that is, I'm listening to what they're not saying. Girl Landmark is Chaplain 101. What are you talking about? <laughs> Chaplain Basics. Yes. Listening for what they're not saying. How is imp- important is it for you to get to the root of the matter by hearing what they don't say?
2: Because that will help ease them and make them feel comfortable to share more with me. Because if I'm having my own conversation, we talk to ourselves in our head all the time with our mouth closed. If I'm mm-hmm. driving, I see somebody, my mouth don't open, but I'm looking, saying, mm, mm, mm. That don't make no sense. That's the voice. So when we have a conversation with somebody, you notice I did not say the word talk. It's all about the language. If I say, Dr. LaJoyce, I want to talk to you later, immediately the brain going to be like, wait a minute, a voice. Something happened. What did I say? I don't want to hear it. But if I say, Dr. LaJoyce, I would like to have a conversation with you later. You're more open to hear me and you're more curious. So when I'm sitting down with a client and they start sharing, I just say, hey, share something with me. But before I can do that, it's a clearing exercise that I have to silence the conversation in my head.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. You cannot sit there and analyze what they're saying because you're going to miss what they're not saying.
1: I love how one of my teachers put it when I was getting my master's degree in Christian counseling. And he said, it's being a contemplative listener that you're contemplating. What the per, what you think the person is going to say, and that'll jack you up every time,
2: because you'll miss it.
1: Because you'll miss it.
2: And when they finish, and then uh, one lady, I'm gonna give you an example. She was just talking. She was smiling the whole time. Now she was just oh, and this, and then if I had this, and this, and this, and that, that, and then after, I, it hit me, just in her story. I said, you know what else you like? She said, what's that? I said, confidence. And the tears went down her face. And she looked at me and she was like, how do you know? And I said, tell me a little bit more about it. And she said, I always felt it. And that's when they open up. You mm-hmm. have to give them a safe space. There's no mm-hmm. judgment. Um, I'm patient with them. Mm-hmm. I'm able to let them just have free range. And when we get to that point, that's when I can start different exercise with them so we can dig a little deeper. I let them go down mm-hmm. like another rabbit hole so they can mm-hmm. come out.
1: How important is it for us to do this exercise that I'm presenting of laying down the weight, emotional weight? How important is that for us in our lives?
2: For us to live. Mm. And I'm elaborate on that. If we do not have something to live for, we're self-destruct. We won't mm-hmm. push on. We get deep into debt, low self-esteem. We become hateful, more disease pile upon us. We won't thrive in life. Then we start to resent our life. It's just a pile on. It's like we're really self-destructing ourselves. So mm-hmm. you have to be able to do something every day. Just like you wake up to drink water, to eat and breathe. That's how you have to live your life.
1: Mm. You said just how you wake up. That's how important it is. You know, I think that a lot of people silently are afraid to touch that nerve. They're afraid to recall pain, but that's the only thing that can heal them.
2: And with those, that's that's great for you to bring that up because with those clients, it's a different way to ease them into it because some people, it was very horrific for them. Mm -hmm. And if they bring it up, they feel like, oh, I'm going to break down. I don't want to relive it again. Yes. So it's different ways on how to help them be open to share and they feel more in control. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because you don't want to re-traumatize the person. Yes. What is it that they say? Trauma brings about drama. Definitely. And the trauma that's, uh, we're moving into a totally different area here, but the trauma that is is not yet healed will bring about really foul things in the body. Make you sick? That's dis-ease.
2: Yes. Because mm-hmm. I experienced it. Say more. Um. Right before I got introduced to landmark, I was talking to one of the, my friends, and oh, she called me on the day I oh I was I was there, and the rage and the things that came out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. I would, it's like sometimes you, um, you blank out. Mm -hmm. Identity takes over and the identity I'm speaking about is that identity we got stuck with as a little girl or a little boy that we Mm create because all Mm -hmm. we wanted was somebody to help us and be there for us during whatever we was going through. Mm -hmm. Always had that identity inside of us. So as soon as I feel like you don't appreciate me. Oh, it's going down. (laughs) It's going down, and it was easy for me to kill people off, Uh just out of my life. Like I will act, we'll never know each other. We'll never reconnect again. And when I did took landmark, I did the first course. I'm telling you, the first day I was, I'm telling in hours because I was eager. I was like, no, I want to transmit. This lady said, I'm gonna get a transformation. I'm gonna uh, uh, excel in my business. You know, She pitched it a different way just to get me there. Uh-huh. Like, you didn't have to sell me a story. As soon as I came to Landmark for the introduction, I was like, uh, excuse me, sign me up, Let, let's do this. And um, standing up there, that's when the uh, the leader, the introduction leader, just ask me a simple question. Simple question. It's how you ask the question. It is true. And I'm just thinking, and it helped me um, resolve my relationship with my mother. Okay. I love my mother, but I was, ugh, I didn't like talking to my mother mm. on the phone. For more than five minutes, I'm getting irritated. So if you don't get this here work, it destroys relationships that you have with other people. And I blame my mother for a lot of things and mm. certain questions. And it's just simple. I'm gonna give you an example. I'm standing up there and I was like, oh my goodness, my mama who I can't be on the phone with her more than five minutes. So everybody in the audience laughing. So I'm like, you know, enjoying it right <laughs> until he asked the question, what happened? Huh? What do you mean uh-huh. what
1: happened? That's right.
2: So, what happened? And then I was telling him, uh, I was seven years old. I wrote a play for my mother. I started when I was six. And I wrote a play for my mother because I like writing. And I was making costume by hand. We put on a play and um, we did it in front of our mother. And after it was over, she was like, oh, good job. Did y'all clean your room? Oh, oh, I had a <laughs> down. in my head right then, the story was, I'm creative. But well, she don't appreciate me.
1: Because
2: mm. mm. I I'm that. She don't appreciate, all she care about is, did I clean my room?
1: Yes, it yes.
2: Down as a child, and every time something happened, that will reoccur for me. Somebody else, oh, that's nice. That little old thing, you know, people like to use that word, little, like downplay. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: the
2: drawing you did. Oh, that's when I was snapped. Because I had to deal with my mother. But then he said, okay, let's do it again, TQ. What happened? I said, I had to put on this plate. I'm seven years old. And I did this and made sure my sister knew. And then I said, and she said, good job. Did y'all clean your room? He said, okay. Uh What happened again? When that man asked me again, now I'm like thinking. He said, the story you made up was your mother didn't appreciate Mm. She said, good job. Just because she didn't jump up and down and do what you was expecting. That's right. You create the story that your mother did not appreciate you.
1: Mm.
2: I was like, oh. And it's, it affected our relationship because still in the back of my memory, I'm only with her. And didn't mm-hmm. even realize it. So if I'm around wow. my mother, she's talking, I'm mm, don't spit over here. Close your mouth when you eat. You know, I was oh my God. <laughs> like, really attacking her. And that wow. evening, when they dismissed us that evening, I heard her we'll call my mom. Mom, she was like, how's it going? I love you, mama. Okay, mama, I've been pretending. And this, this just to make it right with her. my mom, this is what I discovered.
1: Yes. Small.
2: And after that weekend, my mother thought, oh. It's a fluke. She's going to go back to where she was when I did not deviate from what I, I got, you know, my transformation. My mother's growing up in Dallas, Texas. For that wow. Month.
1: Did she and really
2: discover some things? That's just like stuff.
1: that is what they say that you will be the best advertising that people will ever see. All you have to do is make the change yourself. That's it. When you find that people come to you, are they, well, let's talk about your old life, your life prior to Landmark as a tax accountant,
2: yes? (laughs) Yes.
1: As a tax accountant, and you've made this complete shift into just doing something else to help people because tax accountants absolutely help people. Yes. Yes. And- Say, talk about that in terms of that career
2: change. All my life, I have always done things to benefit people. Because as a little girl, I always would just lay there and think about what would make people smile. That's what made me create the plays to entertain my mother. I would write songs for my sister and do the beats with my hands so she'd know how to do the melody to sing because she had a pretty voice. So. Studying, I'm always looking for information. When I, started, I became a tax preparer, first when I became a tax preparer, I wanted to go deeper. So many clients was coming to me because I would get on. I would make sure sometimes the RS be having webinar, I'm getting on there. They have a tax thing. I'm going to them. But they didn't want you know, create it. So I want mm-hmm. to, to create it every year. You have to refresh yourself with these uh, the, the tax codes and everything. You cannot just sit there and be like mm-hmm, I have my degree. I know this and I can do your stuff. No, baby, because things changes and I, I have to be saying to know. But what I discovered also, the clients that's coming to me, they had a stuff in order. I'm like, where's this? Where's this? Do you know how much this I, I didn't keep up with? It. I just got this and that. I'm like, out, oh, baby, this is not going to work. So that's what made me dive in. And doing people book bookings and looking at their paper and doing spreadsheets for them. So I'm like, let me take some classes and everything. And now, okay, now I'm gonna become a CPA. So with that, it helps people that was paying thousands,
1: mm. thousands in
2: taxes, end up getting refunds. They were blown away. Someone was asking me, Dr. Like, Latro, is this legit? <laughs> <laughs> I say yes, because as a tax preparer, we have a different number that we can call and ask questions with the IRS. So if I'm not sure about something, I say, hey, I did this, did this. They say, hey, did you attach this form? They want to help. Yeah. You know, if you ask the right question, they they don't mind. We'll
1: give you the answer.
2: Yeah.
1: So- and, and I'm sure getting back uh, uh, large sums of money for people who weren't accustomed to getting back any money, that's transforming.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh, they was, oh, oh. Baby, they would say we go on trips. You know, really do something for the family. Or for Sure. Their family. One lady was like, I know I'm going to owe about $3,000, 5000 I said, oh, okay. See, now she's pondering that. See, everything I do is transformative. She's mm-hmm. thinking that. So when I came back and showed her um, the before, I always do a before picture. It's just mm-hmm. me putting your stuff in. Then I do the after picture of me doing the expenses and um, seeing that she qualified for other different credits. The lady said, TQ, you show me somebody else's stuff, baby. I'm talking about I need to see mine. No, this is your name, honey. And she's like, this legit because they just didn't have a clue. Or they went somewhere to office. I'm not going to say something to yes. tell names. But they went there and those people, I do some of their taxes because they don't have a clue. They're not trained to really do taxes. They're just trying to say, this is what you gave me. They put in the computer, whatever the computer tell them. They say, OK, you have a good day. This is all you're getting.
1: That's it. That's I don't
2: know it. i people winning. Did you all catch my last name? Winning? We all going to win? <laughs> <laughs> so also before that, too, Dr. LaJoyce, I used to be a former third grade teacher. And a lot of kids came in there. They were smart. And then some of them was like, their parents pretty much giving up on them. Like, you know, if they get a C, I'll be happy. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. So because I'm a mother, and I'm telling you, I have birthed seven blessings, baby, into this world. Five girls, all right, two boys, okay? Oh, that's wow. beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I did a lot of things with my children growing up. We did plays. We did like games I would create and make up for them. So I wanted to share the same thing with other people, kids that wasn't getting it at home for whatever reason. By me being in third grade, I discovered that okay, a lot of these kids, they're not motivated. It's a lot of stuff going on at home that they can't really focus. And the last thing they want is a teacher calling them stupid. Go sit your bad self down, all these words and everything. Oh, yes. So I created a drill team. No. I a Drill Team. I worked at an um, African-centric school, and it was mm-hmm. called the Drill Team. And uh, they was like, "Oh, Miss Lewis, how are we gonna do this? How are we gonna uh, qualify?" And I told them some of the people I did train like did tutoring with them. Uh, Sam Silk, I tutored his daughter Latifa. He used to be on WGCI.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, he's been on WGCI. And I even tutored his daughter because she went to Woodlawn. So when I do, you mean that, Steve Silk Curly, huh?
1: You mean Steve Silk?
2: Yeah, they Oh, You on said Silk. Silk. on the radio.
1: Oh, okay. I don't think that's the same person. Go ahead. Okay.
2: <laughs> But um, so I wanted the kids to see they can go past their circumstances. Yes, I to thrive for to be on the drill team, even my own son. Jeff, because he's my son. Oh, no, baby, I want to see a bee. You cannot <laughs> get on the drill team. My son did everything he could do to be on the drill team. So through my life, even before that and after Landmark, I was like, you know what? I saw looking at a lot of kids come to school, Dr. LaJoyce. they embarrassed because people talking about they stink. And they like, I took a bath. They don't understand why they said I had odor. And then and what I did I looked and studied a lot of kids, and I, you know, talked to them personal. Mm-hmm. A lot of them didn't know how to bathe. Uh, uh, listen, I'm about to do a show on that.
1: <laughs> I promise you, it's very true. How bathe they, people and don't.
2: So I said, I'm. I'm gonna create a book. I wrote a book. I just became an author last year in March of 2023, and first children book, bath time adventure. I wanted to take oh. part in that adventure, and to make it fun. So it really tricks them on how to bathe properly. So they won't be like, oh, I got to get in here and do this. But kids was getting in the tub, washing their face, their neck, their chest. They go straight to their private parts while they pores open. Then they wash their legs, not knowing they're smearing the smell and odor still in there. So It's <laughs> still going to have an odor. <laughs> so the last time adventure, I gave uh, germ a cute little name, Mr. Yucky. And the so super- Derm Defender. So on the book, it said, pack up, Mr. Yucky. It's time to go. <laughs> on a real fun adventure. So that way, now they're not going to school smelling. Now they have fun. Parents are being taught the proper way on how to bathe their kids that you have to have more than one washcloth. L-
1: Listen, let me tell you something. And you need to change washcloths every day. So I am... So happy to hear this news because that's transformative all by itself. And as we are walking toward our transformation, you said something about positive words. The negative speak that is inflicted upon us on a daily basis, and I'll say us women, us People of color, us young people, us older people, the negative words that are hurled at us consistently. How do we transpose those negative words into a positive so that we can maintain our transformation and not slip back to the girl from the south side and the west side?
2: (laughs) One, you have to break. Break free from what was told and how you was talked to growing up. Mm-hmm. I was one of them, you know. You know, people of color. We are in that um, culture of be. I'm a knock the f out you. I mean, and they laugh at it now, but to be brought up in that type of uh, what they call it um, that part of life. And then now mm-hmm. when we speak it, first you got to stop that, break that, and, and really recognize where that's coming from, where it's stemming from. Because if you mm-hmm. start getting angry, you start yelling, you say, hold on, let me check myself. There's mm-hmm. something me that I'm bringing up. And then two, date yourself. People don't really love themselves. Like they say, I love myself. Then why would you make negative jokes about yourself? a negative comment about others you do not deeply love yourself because come on. when I see people I don't look for oh this person cocky or ugly or I don't see that but I look at it that's a woman I'm speaking to or a man or whoever the pronouns are I'm speaking to that individual and they come to me TQ so I'm not judging them based on whether I'm going to speak to them or not Mm. That's how you're going to know when you can get away from that negative uh, way of, of looking at yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
2: and like I said, I even did. Um, and I know me, and you do some similar things. So <laughs> we do similar things because I did uh, exercise with a later. later. i not, not going to go into details with it, but I made her do this exercise about the mirror. So many people out there. Oh, yeah, the man in the mirror. You're not a man. So we're not going to look in the mirror and say the man in the mirror because it makes your brain respond to you differently. People don't get Mm. that. Whatever you tell your brain, that's how it's going to see you. It's powerful. So she had to see her own beauty. And I remember when COVID hit in 2020, I didn't care. I booked me a ticket downtown to get on that little cruise ship from uh, Navy Pier. Mm -hmm. Put on a little outfit with my heels. I mean, my hair was laid. Told my son, drop me off, and I stood in line to go to get on the uh, boat with everybody. And I see people paired up like couples, and it was like three people together. And they was like, "You by yourself?" I said, "I'm here with you, fine folks, too." And they was like, "Yeah, but anybody coming with you?" Because I was dressed cute. No, I'm on a date with myself, and I did yes, a video and posted on TikTok because I told them to love yourself. You have to really get to know. Who you are. It's Not to good. hurt you. Who you are now. Who you want to be. Create mm-hmm. that for yourself.
1: It's very true. When you talk about the looking in the mirror, I call it mirror work. Do you know how many people have never looked in the mirror and said simply, I love you, to yourself? You know why? Tell us why
2: they want to look in the mirror to fix that person. Mm. They look in there. They brushing the teeth. That's fixing. They comb the hair, washing the face. Everything is to fix something about that person in that mirror, but never to stand there and say, wow, I am that person. Oh, look at me. Oh, I mm-hmm. like the dimples. Oh, I like my eyes. No, cause they just want to fix something about that person in that mirror.
1: And what do you say to the people who say, oh, yeah, that's that's conceit or that's what that's the programming that has been passed to us about not wanting to think so much of yourself. But how necessary is it for us to actually think a lot of ourselves?
2: You asked some great questions. (laughs) I'm telling you, you asked some great questions. They told us it means conceited. No, they also know that if you think highly of yourself, how powerful you would be in this world. You would not sit here and need somebody to validate you. You would not go. sit here and need a handout. You're ready to cre- create some powerful things out here and it will really serve people and the bonus, the wealth. Mm. So it's Not being conceited. Now, some people may use it like I love myself. But they don't really love themselves. I'll prove it to you. If you love yourself, you won't look and say, uh, like, you give me a compliment. Oh, TQ. Oh, girl, that dress you have on is beautiful. Girl, I know, honey, because I picked the best dresses possible, honey. Okay, that's what I do. No, that's me pretending because I have to overcompensate for something I'm hiding behind. Mm. I I probably tried on 50 dresses because I was trying to hide my stomach. Mm. You could tell just how they describe or how they share. Now, a person with confidence, oh, Dr. LaChose, girl, you got me up here blushing, honey. Thank you, girl, because I went in the store. I found this on the sale. See how calm that person is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they took a compliment. They was able to take it. Mm-hmm. That's confidence.
1: Understood. That is.
2: I've been conceited.
1: Indeed it is. That's the place we all need to get to. It's about It really is about transforming for the renewing of our minds, because if our minds are not renewed daily, daily, the troubles of this world will pile up on us and weigh us down to the point where we can barely function.
2: And I like that you brought that out. My uh, suggestion, I tell people, and I'm telling the listeners today, form a group. A group of five people, 25, mm-hmm. and challenge each other every day to text one another or call once a week mm-hmm. and say something that you discovered about yourself. Now, mm-hmm. what they're going to do is make their brain wander, because now they have to report to four other individuals in that group and okay. tell them, Dr. Lejoy, this is what I discovered about myself. In order for me to do that, I have to be thinking and looking at what I'm doing and saying. And everybody has to be able to write that down and share with their group. And then after that, they say, "Okay, compliment, acknowledge. People do not get acknowledged and they do not know how to give acknowledgement to people. Mm. Hey, thank you for sharing what you discovered about yourself. Now it makes the other person feel like I was heard. Oh, yes, wow.
1: I was I, heard. I am seen.
2: Yes, she appreciates yes. it. It makes them want to do it again. hmm And you that is once a week.
1: That is a great exercise. I'm going I to end it here because that's a good challenge. I'm going to tap into the audience and ask them: Have you formed your group? hmm And are you looking to see? what you have discovered about yourself today. Oh, well, TQ, I have discovered today that you are a treasure indeed, and you will have to come back, (laughs) will you?
2: Yes, I will.
1: All right. So you are absolutely an official healer and helper and friend to the show. And in the area of transformational growth, we hope that you all have been transformed after listening to the listening to this today but also it is my hope that you will embark upon the journey of transformation because just like the wellness journey it is a journey indeed thank you tq for joining us are you taking new clients yes ma'am your information will be below. Thank you so much for being here. That's all the time I have for you today. I'd like to thank my team, Christopher Green, technical producer, IW, supervising producer, DJ ND, announcer, and Jean Ricks, composer of Step to It. And remember to let your eyes shine, cut back on the wine, get good food fast, and go easy on the greasy. Until next time, I'm Dr. LaJoyce Berkshire, here to help you attain and maintain your perfect help. Let's do it again next week, okay? God bless
0: you. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement.